Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. <laughs> Welcome to 5 o'clock fire. I hope everybody out there is <laughs> off today and that I usually says it. You're good. Hey, keep going. Keep look, going. I hope you had a great day. And lucky for you. <laughs> lucky for you. Oh, dirty. The deal, the deal, <laughs> and T Meal, we got you, baby. It's five o'clock fire. Settle in. Well done, I'm well back. done. I'm back. There you go. There's the mic. I'm back. Glad you made it, man. Ooh. What? There's a line in there. You had to poop. There's a line in there. A line of what? A line of people in there. Oh, you got when you go to the bathroom, you got to you got to let me know. Had to there's wait there. there's different kind of lines when had you go to the restroom. Had to wait there. A lot of poopers. I've witnessed a few. Yeah, I heard the deal. Shout out Johnny, Johnny Manziel. I got right in here as the Dilf is uh is returning. <laughs> hey, the doo-doo and Dilf <laughs> is in the building. Doo-doo and Dilf. I had to wash my hands, man. I didn't want to come good. in without them. Good. Um, yeah, feeling good, folks. Got to get that off my uh, off my chest or I system. I think I got to take a dump. I might have to. Um, I might have. All right. The um, listen. I think this is. Uh, this is for Texans fans. Uh, good news. Uh, the Falcons, who interviewed 14 different coaching candidates, including former head coaches Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, and Jim Harbaugh, they settled in after the last person they interviewed. The last person they interviewed was Bobby Slowick, and they brought him to the home of uh, Arthur Blank, the owner, and he met with all of the top brass, the GM, the CEO, so this seemed like a very serious meeting uh, for Bobby Slowick. He had the last interview. They completed the interview with him. I said at the time, I think it's good news that we're hearing that the interview was completed and that there wasn't any any note of the interview was completed and they are moving towards signing a deal where they weren't because they've decided to go with the uh, Rams defensive coordinator, Raheem Morris. Who is getting the job there for the Falcons? Former head coach, would you say an interim head coach for the Falcons at at one time, and now uh, his second go around after he was a head coach for Tampa before, so he gets the gig. Clint also the Bucks. I mean, I'm sorry, the Panthers in their division. They also hire Dave Canellis uh, as their new head coach, who was the OC with the Bucks previously. That before that with the Seahawks. So two of those jobs are filled. That means Clint only two are left. Washington and Seattle of two spots that that Bobby Slowick has interviewed, two interviews with Washington, one with Seattle that we know of. That leaves those two left. And um and Clint that means 
if those get filled, Bobby Slowick will return as the offensive coordinator, which I think is enormous, enormous news. Hell, the best news to me that could happen out of the offseason. Absolutely. Look, the, the, the team that's that's left on the board that's going to hire a head coach this cycle is is the Washington uh, Commanders. Yep. And, and, and that particular team scares me a bit because Bobby Slowick is obviously um, familiar with the general manager uh, whose name's escaping me, but they just hired him from uh, the San Francisco 49ers organization. And so you got to believe that that uh, that old boy knows knows who he's interviewing, why he's interviewing, knows whether Bobby Slowick's ready or not. And uh, also, I mean, you got to believe and, and understand that I'm sure these two organizations um, are probably going to take their time and, and make sure they have an opportunity to interview Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator uh, from Detroit, and and anybody else that they could have interest in that is that's still coaching. There's a lot of potential head coaches uh, that that. Uh, you know that are still playing right now and can't do anything beyond Zoom. I don't believe, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I still got a little bit of worry about that Washington opening with Bobby Slowick. But to your point, I, I think the the team that had been uh, m- most closely tied to Bobby Slowick and, and potentially hiring Bobby Slowick was Atlanta. Uh, it, it looks like that that has come and gone, and Bobby Slowick being here is uh, is more and more likely. As uh, as these decisions are made, I, the best thing for us, obviously, is if everybody returns on that offensive staff that uh, that proved to be able to to, to plan, scheme, develop, execute. I, I mean, it, it was it was absolutely beautiful this year what they were able to do offensively, um, even with the adversities that they had to overcome. The no run game. Obviously, we'd like for them to to to, to develop a run game, create a run game, generate a run game. Uh, but if you're not going to then you got to be able to win games with your quarterback and win games through injuries, and they were able to do that. So everybody coming back on the offensive side of the football is would be tremendous. But but Ron, I'm gonna be honest with you, as I'm looking at Raheem Morris and I'm thinking, Raheem Morris came out of that that uh, Sean McVay system, right? Which is very closely related to, if not exactly like the Shanahan system. And I'm looking up there at Raheem Morris thinking, what's he going to do on the offensive side of the ball? Who's he going to bring in to take over that? Yeah, I, I, I'm at this I point. got to believe Gerard Johnson's yeah, on the Yeah, I was going to say, uh, as you're talking through that, I, I, I am at a point where, like obviously to me, when you start to hear what's reported, um, and, and, and now anything can happen because it was reported that Bill Belichick was going to be uh, getting the Atlanta job. Right. So anything could happen. Like you said, there is a relationship with Washington. In him, but as it's been reported, Ben Johnson uh, from the Lions going to get one of these gigs. People think would be really, su- really surprised if he doesn't. Um, and then you know, there's the Dan Quinn thing with Seattle. Hell, I, if you believe those reports that people are leaning towards, I'm to a point where I'm I'm much more concerned about Gerard Johnson at Agreed. this point than uh, than than being with well uh, with Bobby Slowick because there's so many openings. He's all, he's I mean he had a he had interviews Monday Tuesday Wednesday and like you said everybody loves this system and loves what is coming out of this yeah. system because hell the Titans they just hired a coach that comes through this system who knows where he wants to go yeah. right so I, I mean that is there's just so many well, it, people in that system that want to it, it's 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 more real to me Ron like if I'm Gerard Johnson. Like I'm sorry, but I, I'm gonna pause, right? If if I'm gonna pause a bit and I'm gonna think a little bit longer, 
if the organization that's interviewing me has a head coach that we all know is is got a really short leash. Uh, and I think Dennis Allen in New Orleans is is got a short leash. Leash, I think uh, Sirianni in Philly has a short leash, and uh, I, I think Stefanski in Cleveland's a little safer than most people think. But some would think that that uh, his he's got it's put up or shut up time for him. Then you then you pivot and you go okay, well now whether it's an offensive minded coach like uh, like uh, Callahan in, in Tennessee. Uh, who came out of this system, or it's Raheem Morris in in Atlanta, or any of the others for that matter. But if it's either one of those two guys, then all of a sudden you go, if you're Gerard Johnson, you say, well, hell. I mean, I feel pretty good about going to Atlanta and settling in for three years. I feel, now, it, I obviously, to. you could mess. I mean, yeah, if I need to, it's up to me. I'm, I'm, talking about the head, I'm talking about the head coach more so than anything. Like the stability of going. I feel like I can go to Nashville. I can take my family to Nashville. And if I leave, it's going to be on my own accord because I'm going somewhere to be a head coach or I'm going yeah. somewhere to make more money. I, I'm not going to be forced to leave a year from now because the whole, the whole office gets cleaned out and the head coach gets fired, right? Like now we shift from existing head coaches – that are scrambling or trying to trying to save a job or or you know what I mean like, like could be could be short leashed to hey these are first year guys that are going to be given a much longer leash two or three years with a clean slate if I'm Gerard Johnson that is sexy that's appealing to me the other stuff I got to I got to it's got to be damn near perfect for me to want to want to entertain something yeah, like that and it, and it's such a deal now especially in this system particularly that you know, the McVeigh, Shanahan, yeah. all of that. Like, you don't even have to be the play caller to get a chance to be a head coach at this point now. So, like, the thought would be, all right, well, man, I'll stay here. I don't want to go to an offensive coach. Like you said, Nashville, even though I bet you Callahan probably wants to call plays, in this system we see guys that don't call plays get a chance. Yep. Depending on how people – because people believe in that system so much. So, uh, as as we said there, I, I I do like to me at this point it is shifted to Gerard Johnson being more likely to leave, but we'll keep an eye and watch Washington and watch Seattle because those are uh, the last two openings and ones that Bobby Slowick could potentially still get uh, as he's interviewed for both. Five o'clock fire. All right, uh, the AP Award finalists have been announced in the Texans. No surprise with their uh, amazing season are involved in all through the thing. Uh, obviously, D'Amico Ryans, he is an AP Coach of the Year finalist, and a lot of people feel like he's favorite to win that. We, we just talked about Bobby Slowick and him getting interviews all over the place. He is an AP Assistant Coach of the Year finalist, which makes a lot of sense. Offensive Rookie of the Year finalist, C.J. Stroud. Defensive Rookie of the Year finalist, um, uh, rookie of the Year finalist Will Anderson Jr. and then a lot of people believe um, that that Nick Casario could be up for Executive of the Year with what has happened this year. I would and, think he'd be a finalist. Yeah, be a finalist if they if they had announced that. But Clint, this just right now never never would have thunk it. Um, around I don't know if if D'Amico was hired yet around this time, but before before right when D'Amico was hired, draft. All of that never could have thunk that they'd be in this situation where they had this level of success that they'd be all over these awards. Fun, ain't it? Telling you, well, man. I tell you what, being in this, in this sports talk business in a, in a big city like this, 
Well, you, your team's either been really good or your team's been really bad. Well, the Clint, I mean, it, it, it was it all was, that gray area in between. Y'all can have that stuff, baby. It was, but it was, and it was getting to a point of, man, fans are just like, yep, whatever, yep, yep, you know, whatever, and that that's the worst. Like it, it just seemed like some of the passion has been had been zapped. Now the passion is clearly back. We see it. The Texans see it. We see it out there. That playoff games and game against the Browns was the best we had seen this crowd in years. So, uh, shout out to the Texans, man. They could not. I mean, Cal McNair could not have drunk dreamt this any better Hold than on, how it was uh, and how it ended up being this year. So, hopefully, the Texans can sweep some of these awards coming up. Uh, when these things get announced. Five o'clock fire. All right, Clint, we've talked a lot about Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. Uh, uh, it happened late last night at the end of our show, and then in, we've discussed a little bit today. But that means Michigan is open, uh, and that is one of the premier blue blood organizations. Clearly, they're the defending national champs uh, and, and have won the Big Ten three years in a row. So this is a big boy job. Right now, Alabama open. This is right along that that nature of an opening, but it looks like Clint that Sharon Moore uh, is uh, is going to be announced next week. Is what we're hearing going to be the successor to Jim Harbaugh? He had been the guy that filled in for Jim. The how many games Jim missed? Six. 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 Yeah, you're right. See, I couldn't re- couldn't remember off the top. The six games he was the interim head coach for them. And they're going to bring him in. And Clint, this is a slippery thing. We've seen this before. Their their rival. We're seeing it as Ryan Day slid right in with Urban Meyer. Now his his record is great. I don't know if it's good enough for Ohio State when he keeps losing them to Michigan, but it's been good. But I think a lot of people, there are people think that Ryan Day may be on the hot seat. Yeah. And it's just interesting to see how this goes. And this is always a dangerous thing. Let's just slide the guy that has been behind the legend to take over. We've seen it work at times. Dabo Sweeney, it worked really well, obviously, with Clemson, when Terry Bowden stepped down, and he was the interim guy, and they brought him in. But this Ryan Day situation is a little shaky where he could lose his job, I think, if they just don't beat Michigan this year. How you how do you feel about the direction of the decision Michigan is going with uh, and, and just going with more behind him and not really opening this thing. Well, up. look, I, I think it's a, a a very good gamble. I mean, look, you, you know whether the guy's dynamic enough to be a head coach. I mean, you know whether he's ready or not. The people in that building, the decision makers in that building, uh, they know they have the ability to pick the phone up and call Harbaugh and say, "Hey, man, what do you think?" And they can even do it in 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 uh, in, in confidence. In, in you know with without Sharon Moore knowing. I mean, they, um, they, they've got all everything they need in, in terms of deciding if, if Sharon Moore is the guy. And, and um, the, the, there's, there's some huge positives, man. Um, they, they've clearly got a good culture there. Um, they, there's a way of doing things and expectations that players and standards that players are, are expected to meet and exceed. Um, there, there appears to be in Michigan a, a real uh, player-led program. Um, which is rare and, and very powerful. And, and so, I, you know, I, I think to me it's one of those where you, the risk is you get a guy that may not be completely ready to be the caliber head coach that you think would be at one of the top five or six yeah. programs in America. But but the, the, the reward is you, you get a guy that can capture 
what is what what is national championship worthy in Michigan for a few years from now versus somebody coming in blowing the thing up you know and and right now the 30 days Michigan Michigan players have 30 days to bounce if they want you saw what happened in Alabama when they cleaned up and they cleaned house and brought in a whole new staff this right? should probably help the, keep you yeah. would think you would think that this has the the, the chance to, to keep a lot more players in Alabama was able to keep and so um there are some risks clearly but I think those are are very calculated risks given that everybody in that building should know what coach Moore is all about and whether he's capable or not yeah uh it's a be his first job your first job is at the University of Michigan coming off a national yep. championship game following on, man. you got all the Jim momentum Harbaugh. all the momentum is in your favor man that's that, that's one to watch I wonder how Michigan fans are feeling about this I know one thing Ryan Day better beat better beat Michigan this year that is the truth. <laughs> they, first off, they're stacked in the portal. I mean, they got they got. I mean, they got several starters in the portal. They get them at home this year. JJ McCarthy's bouncing. Blake Corum is out. They probably have some other guys that probably will leave potentially. I know they've got a great offensive lineman that's going to go to the league for for the for for Michigan. He better win this year. Yeah. I mean, better win this year against against uh, against Michigan. So. We'll see there uh, and see how Michigan rolls through. Uh, it's been better when Michigan's been good. It has been it has been a lot better when Michigan and Ohio State have both mattered at the same time. All right, coming up, let's uh let let's look at this. Um, D'Amico Ryan said the thing that he needs and wants to see improve and get better is the front, his defensive front. Can that be done? Without Jonathan Grenard. We'll discuss that coming up next. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Tannehill in the pocket, and he sacked Will Anderson Jr. Back at the 45-yard line. The Terminator gets it done. Tannehill to throw more pressure on the way, and Will Anderson gets him again. Back-to-back sacks. All right, there is Mark Vanderbeer with the Terminator. Back-to-back sacks, Will Anderson Jr. And his season uh, got it has to make you feel better about the defensive front and the defensive line. Yeah! 
Um, but even with with that, uh, D'Amico said that's an area he wants to improve and said he would use resources towards doing that. And I my, my question to you and the folks and the people is, does Jonathan Grenard have to be a part of that for you? Does Jonathan Grenard have to be a part of that for you? If D'Amico is saying, we want to enter, we want to improve this, we want to, you know, sometimes y'all don't believe me. Let, let's hear from D'Amico because I, I want y'all to, because I don't y'all just think I said it. Let, let, let's hear from D'Amico. This is what D'Amico had to say about what he wants to see done with the defensive line. The front, again, is everything for me, and we'll invest a ton of resources into the front. If you want to play good defense, right, your front has to be elite. And that's why I envision us playing elite defensive football. We we have to get better there, and to get better, you have to invest the resources there up front. So that's what we'll do. That's where we're, our focus is heading into the offseason is to make sure our front right, gives us an opportunity to win some games. All right, so he he wants that to be to to improve and be built up. And for you, does that have to happen with Jonathan Grenard? And I want to say the reason why that because he is a free agent, and he and he is probably going to get a good contract. To kind of give a little numbers perspective, he had twelve and a half sacks this year, his best year. The uh, even though he missed a couple of games, this is a year where he's been most healthy. And the the latest person that's an edge rusher to get a contract was Montez Sweat. He was traded from Washington to the Chicago Bears, and these are the numbers, just straight up. Now, this may scare you, walk you down, and you can in your mind think about what other things are coming. Derek Stingley is coming probably, and, and you got to make a decision on that. You know, obviously CJ and Will are a little bit away, but you got to understand what's potentially coming. Montez Sweat signed a five-year deal worth $105 million, 72 of it guaranteed. And this year he had the same amount of sacks as uh, as Jonathan Grenard. So with that in the background, understanding the potential of where money could be, not saying he'd get that or more, but that's, the, that's kind of the area of the latest person that's an edge rusher that's similar to him. From what D'Amico said, does that have to include Jonathan Grenard for you? Johnny Greener? It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. I I, I am a a Jonathan Grenard guy. I I, I think you can win and you can have a dominant front with Will Anderson on one side and Jonathan Grenard on on the other side. I I, I firmly believe that. But it's it's really six one way, half a dozen another. If The way this, this roster is structured right now, if you're going to have the dominant front that D'Amico Rhines is talking about, it, it is either you pay Jonathan Grenard or you pay somebody else that you feel is equal to or better than Jonathan Grenard. Investing money in that position opposite Will Anderson, I believe is an absolute must if you're going to do what D'Amico Rhines just said and have a dominant front that gives you a chance to win big, big games. So to to answer the question, yes, it can, and you're gonna to have to pay him to do it. Or, but if you decide that that's not the route you want to go, there's nobody on this team that you're gonna plug in over there where Jonathan Grenard plays, and you're gonna have a dominant front. Period. Point blank. You got some good guys. You got some dudes that are good depth players that that I think could be a part of this team and help this team be a dominant front. But I don't think 
that whether we're talking from a pass rushing perspective or we're talking about from a run stopping perspective, uh, I, I don't think that you're going to just eliminate Jonathan Grenard from the edge rushers on this on this particular team, and you're going to go have a dominant defense. So you're going to have to pay him, or you're going to have to pay somebody. But do you feel? I, I guess we could look at this. Like, listen, Will Anderson really came on. Do you feel like Will Anderson is ready next year for you to say, "All right, maybe we don't have to have somebody as good as Jonathan Grenard." on the other side or down the defensive line. We can get better and better pieces, but maybe we don't need to get somebody that is great because this is this is our guy. Like, for instance, the big player across the front for the, the Ravens who the Texans just played is Justin Matabike. Around him, they've got Cal Van Oy, they've got uh, Jadavion Clowney. Not a, there's no great players, solid players. Right. Um. In, in other spots, it's it's a similar thing where maybe it's just like Max Crosby. They've got Max Crosby for the Raiders, and then they just have, you know, other all yeah. right guys. Do you feel do you feel confident enough that Will Anderson next year and moving forward can be that guy where he is the he is the main guy, and that you don't need like a, a Grenard or someone like that on the other side. Is it possible? Yes, because you just mentioned Baltimore and, and and what Baltimore's done with their front. Um, but but I, I it's not I, I would not go that route. No, I don't I don't believe like I believe from a pass rushing perspective, you've got to have more than than Will Anderson available. I mean you you've got even if you've got an interior force that that is is causing problems. Like I, I think you've got it. Will Anderson from a like a pass rushing perspective specifically is not going to be enough to have a dominant front. Yeah, I'm not ready to to just say I'm so impressed by Will Anderson that he's a guy that he's so dominant that I don't need another yeah. really good player across that now, defense. Now, here, here's the thing. Oh, I, no, we're, I'm just talking about edge rushers. I, they edge definitely, rush, I, yeah, I, that's what, what I'm mean. talking about is on top. you you got to sign at least one big monster in, in the middle. Like, you gotta you got to sign one dude in the middle that's a problem that that, that is – has the ability to wreck a game from the middle. Because, like, for instance, for me, like, with Detroit, they've got Aiden Hutchinson. I think Aiden Hutchinson mm-hmm. has now, he's going year two, you're hoping Will kind of does that. Like, for me, I think they can afford to say, all right, we're going to really hunt somebody in the draft. And we're going to hunt somebody in the draft and get somebody on the other side because, you know, we don't feel like we have yeah. to put resources to get somebody that is a known. Yeah. Like I, I'm not sure that they they can they can do that. That Will has shown that yet. It, it well, look. I mean, I would bank on Will if you're gonna if you're gonna use if you're gonna use the first round pick on a, on an edge rusher that that you that you just are are all in on in Houston, and then you're gonna spend a bunch of money on the interior defensive line. I'd be okay with that. Look, I, I would be okay with with like if you feel Will Anderson. Because Will Anderson, no doubt, was a strong side. I mean, he he was more of a um, run stopper. He was used a little differently than just your pass rushing uh, defensive end or edge rusher in in this defense. Now, it, you swing him over to where he's more doing what Jonathan Grenard was doing, and and you have somebody else that's a bigger bodied, um, more of a run stopping, uh, pocket collapsing, um, you, you know, defensive end edge rusher type. That, then I, I could ride with that. I, I could ride with that and free will up a little bit. I, I I could ride with that. Um, 
But you, you, the key is it's either got to be a premium draft pick or it's got to be cap space. You, you've got to get an edge rusher. I, I don't think Will alone with what's in this locker room is 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 enough. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. And to me, man, you know what you got with Jonathan Grenard, and I don't like it's going it's going to cost. Yeah, right. It's going to cost. And to me, with with D'Amico saying what he needs and wants to see from the defensive front to take away arguably the guy that was your best guy on the defensive front, boy, you better be – it has to be a plan to really be replacing him. I think you named it earlier, the top – like some of the top three guys that are interior guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work, right? Like Chris Jones is a top one. Chris Jones has shown he can bump outside too and when he needs to to rush the passer. Yeah, all right. I, I could be understanding of letting Jonathan Grenard go – to bring in somebody like that, or Christian Wilkinson, Miami, who's a free agent. By the way, I Wilkinson and Matabike. I don't. I I get the sense that those two aren't gonna. They're 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 gonna allow Baltimore and Miami are gonna allow those two to walk. I think Chris Jones is a real possibility. I don't think he's going back to Kansas City. So I could get with that, but I yeah I, I'm with you. I don't think that Will. An- I don't feel comfortable with Will Anderson being in a spe- in a space where it's like, all right, man. We got Von Miller in his prime, and you know you don't have to be you don't have to be great. Or you got JJ in his prime, and you can say, "All right, we'll go with Whitney Whitney Merciless on the other side." Right? I, I think you're gonna have to have somebody that can that can bring it nearly to that level. Well, you that know, is. you know, Matabike, you know he's from Dallas. Play yeah. at A and M. Yeah. Might yeah. want to come home. Might be a little part of this right here. Get out of that cold ass weather you having to play in up here. Yeah, you might want to. I want to keep playing with Patrick Queen and. <laughs> <laughs> Roquan Smith, yeah, <laughs> I might really like like that. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. You know what? That's another one, boy. He's probably not going to get a job either. Mm-hmm. Going to be there again. So, no, it's an interesting thing. That's going to be a big decision they're going to have to make if they want. Like, if I, I get the feel, Clint. They don't. If it comes down, if this is the the rate. I get the feel. I don't. I don't know if they want to pay seventy two million dollars guaranteed money to to Jonathan Bernard. Yeah, well, I feel uh, like they made they. It, that might be something they may want to move on from. <laughs> but yep. but it has to go somewhere. All right, two guys with the Texans. Two guys with the Texans. Are you sold on these two guys, Nico Collins and Derek Stingley Jr.? Those two guys, are you sold on Nico and Derek Stingley? We'll discuss that coming up next. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. 
And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Oh, you like that one, huh? <laughs> I like the message. What is this off of? You'll know it in about 10 no, I, seconds. I, I, know, I already know. I just can't think of what it is. Oh, yeah, this is uh, the Mets closer. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's a good team. Oh, it is good right I there. I couldn't get out of there. I couldn't get there. When this first came Edwin, out, I used Ed, to go Edwin Diaz. Tommy, Tommy, uh, yeah, but Tommy, what's his name? Tommy something. Nah, I can't remember. He didn't pitch much last year. No, it's not the the guy who Edwin plays Diaz. Edwin oh, Diaz. Tommy Trumpet. Tommy Trumpet, yeah. He had never I don't he had never been to a Met game or nothing. That was they brought awesome. him out there. Yeah, that that was a thing. And that man had to go out and hurt himself in that world baseball classic that we that that takes. Oh from god, us. don't remind me of that. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. All right, uh, two guys. Two guys, are you sold on Nico and Stingley? And this person said, anyone not sold on Nico, and they spelled that N-I-K-K-O, on uh, Nico on Nico and Stingley are on drugs. I, I listen, I, I don't think I don't think you're on drugs. I, I would say for both of the guys, they had breakout seasons. But both of them have had multiple years in the league, and this was for Nico. This is his third in the clear outlier. Uh, and then for uh, Derek Stingley Jr. had injuries. Hell, he had injuries back to, to when he was at LSU. And uh, and it wasn't going, you know, great to start. Then when he came back in the second half of the season, he really took off in which he earned uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Month honors. Are you sold on Nico... And Derek Stingley Jr. Have you gotten to the point as if you are sold on those two guys where it's like, all right, especially with Nico, Nico, man, let's pay him. I know what I'm getting out of Nico. I feel good that Nico is this this dude in the same way with Stingley. You sold? Well, you got to define sold for me. I mean, I think they're both, um, you know, one is significantly better than I thought he would ever be. I thought we knew, I thought the book was written on Nico as, as he was going to be he was going to be, you know, labeled which he was this this fifty fifty guy that was a big bodied threat with a physical advantage, and um, that just wasn't what I saw from Nico. Which which actually is is a hundred percent spot on because the way he's emerged and the way he's become, 
uh, you know, a, a thousand plus yard receiver and, and a legit threat and a guy that I, I would I would do everything I could to keep in my organization is the exact opposite. We ain't seen him catch one back shoulder ball, actually. We hadn't seen him catch one. I'm talking about in this system. We hadn't seen him catch one jump ball in the end zone kind of deal. Uh, everything has been more of a, a, a quote-unquote, like a possession-type receiver that's a, gr- a good route runner that can create separation, that understands zones and, and soft spots in zones and is very quarterback-friendly and has strong hands and run after catch. And, um, you know, he's just – he's the exact opposite of what I thought people were going to continue to try to make him to be. And ultimately, he is – turn the corner and is again significantly better than I thought he would be but it like or am I sold on on Nitton's? you ain't sold that he's a number one receiver no that he can be this team's best receiver no I I think he can be a a quote unquote number one uh, let, let, I'll put it this way he's not a tier one receiver okay um can he be the number one receiver in this system uh, and other guys stay healthy and and you go out there and win games with Nico Collins as the best receiver on your team? Uh, yeah absolutely you can um, but I firmly believe that one of the most important steps that this offense takes this year is they go get a wide receiver that would be considered better than Nico Collins. Yeah, like it. it like again, you know, it's football is so much easier offensively when you get inside into, into the red zone if you've got a guy that can consistently beat man-to-man coverage. If you've got a guy that can catch a fifty-fifty ball, that can catch the the contested fade or the contested comeback on the sideline you know that that kind of deal um I, I am not sold or convinced that Nico is that guy now he may make maybe he takes that step next year uh, I don't know but I'm not convinced that he is he is that guy so it, it depends on what you're selling me or what you're trying to convince me he is or he isn't you convinced um, on Stingley again what is convinced of what <laughs> like he's a that, that this is a guy no-brainer this is a guy that you you feel good you're gonna have as your lead corner for years yeah, to come. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel good about that. I, I I think he is he is a um, a very good corner in this league. Um, I've moved I, I, I've I moved believe- to if he's healthy, I moved to the point if he's healthy, then he's good to go. Right, oh, yeah, like, yeah, and no, we got to no. and we got to see and I, yeah. even if it's just one year, he's healthy. Then he's good to yeah. go. I, I, look, I feel the same way about him as I do Nico. I'll be honest. Like, like to really? me, to, well, yeah, to me, he is, he's not a tier one corner right now. Oh, I mean, I, look, I, I think, I, think, I think a I, lot I of cringe. people believe he is. Yeah, no, no, I, no. Well, I mean, they, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying they're right or wrong. You just um, don't see it. Yeah. I, I'm just simply not ready to go there. I, I think he's a, a a a really good corner. So you don't I, have I think him. You in can like have the, a dominant defense with him on uh, as your best corner. You don't have him in the tier like Sertan. No, and Sauce. No, and no, absolutely not. I, I I think the whole month, the month, the AFC player, the defensive player of the month thing is is great and well well deserved. But I feel like that's being used as like all of a sudden catapulting him into this into this category of where all right he's arrived. I don't, I don't think Derek Sting and I think Derek Stingley would tell you that. I don't think Derek Stingley has arrived. I, I don't I don't think I don't think Derek Stingley would tell you he's even remotely close to playing his best ball. Um, yeah, I don't think he's made enough played and played enough football for offensive coordinators to be like, I don't throw to his side. Nah, I go away from him. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think I don't buy into any of that. Um, but is he a good corner? Could could he go to Baltimore, the best defense in the in the league right now, and and start and that defense be good? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I'm but, more sold on uh, 
Stingley if he's healthy talent. Now I'm not sold on Stingley being healthy. That's 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 a big thing that holds me back with him. And Nico, boy, it looked real. It looked it looked real from what he was doing, the numbers he was putting. It looked real, and it really looks. And then when I look around, and I'm thinking, all right, well, Zay Flowers is probably the one here. I think Nico can do that. When I'm just looking at the teams that are left, all right. Amon St. Brown is probably the only one where you're like, all right, that is, to me, one of the at least flirting with, as you would say, top tier. And I don't, I don't even know if I would have him there yet. Right? But then there's like Rasheed Rice, who's the Chiefs' best wide receiver, or you want to say Kelsey, whatever. And then I think Debo is probably in that, or, or Brandon Ayuk coming. Yeah, I would, I would say more than Brandon Ayuk. Like, Debo and even Zay are different animals. Like, yeah. they, like it's unfair to Nico to, to you know what I mean? I know what you, I know you're just talking about teams I'm that just are left. Yeah, left. But, like, but it's it's really, it really it's almost unfair because those guys are just such a different, they got such a different skill set. I, I feel more, like right now, I, I, if I say if I had to write out the check for what it would cost for Nico mm-hmm. or Stingley, I'm holding my breath more with Stingley just because of the injuries. You know what I, I mean? Oh, I, 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 feel, oh, yeah. I feel more. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that's spot on. And, I mean, let's be honest, Ron. I mean, what plays have you seen made? And, and look, I'm not knock, I'm not minimizing the guy. I, I think he's a good player. And Stingley I, I like or, Stingley. Or Stingley. Stingley. Like, at least, we, at least we've seen, like, an explosion of production from Nico Collins. Now, it's not, again, it's not the way that everybody thought it was going to be, including Lovey Smith and everybody else that was coaching over there. It's not in that fashion, so it's a different. But at least we've seen it. I mean, like Stingley. I think Stingley's got a lot left on the table to prove and to, and not just staying healthy. Like, like I mean, if you're going to sit down and, and write a check right now, you're writing that check on a lot of uh, a hope. You're a tiger, but I'm now you're a Texan hoping. man. And, and it, that, look, he's good. I'm wrong. There's been some production, but but like, you need you need a year where there's significant like games changed. Right, to um, get into the level to, you're, you're that, you, that, for, I think for me to just be here. like, hell yeah, open the checkbook, let's go. This is yeah, yeah. I, I need Man, to see no. more. I need to see more on that. Larry, you sold? Are you sold on those two, Larry? So, um, right. when did y'all replace? When y'all replaced the Baytown badass with John McClain? Man, what the hell, Clint talking about? Man, somebody take that twenty twenty from Clint. Clinton, it's not that hard. Hey, hey, man, it's not that hard to be solo Derek Stingley. And you saying he's not in the class with Sertan and all them boys? We say different. We saw him play, like, better than them boys when he played this season. Of course it's about health with Derek Stingley. But as far as his, his, his abilities and the way he closed on balls and the way he uh, locked down folks, Come on, dog. You know Derek Stingley a number one. He's been a number one since he put on pads. No, and he the hasn't. Next thing on, oh, what? <laughs> no, he Come hasn't. On, dog. He ain't been a number one since he put on pads. Come on, go, 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 go ask his daddy, and, and and you know who his granddaddy is. So you, 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 know want ask, you want me to go ask? You his father? You, you know what? You, you know what the DNA is. Go ask all his coaches at LSU and all his little league coaches. And then about Nico, when we talk. Clint, you described him like he was a number one, and then we saw Nico come up with what twelve hundred yards passing, and you think he don't deserve that? Hey man, look here, quit hanging around John McClain, man, because that'll get your ass in trouble, Baytown badass. Hey, hey let me and ask you this. Let, having, let, let me let me ask you this. Let, all seriousness. Let, let me, you, yeah. So so you're you're good if t- the Texans ride moving forward with Nico as as their top receiving target. Yes, sir. Because yeah. then you're gonna be adding take back to it. 
So that's make, that makes everything better for what Nico going to do. He was doing all that without Tank being in the game or with a dominant uh, tight end. What Nico Collins and then you all know this goes back to the damn quarterback. If your quarterback makes you play like that, you sign that boy. And look here, the last thing I'll say is this. For three years, we was in the business of getting rid of folks and watching people leave out of H-Town. We got enough salary cap money and enough draft picks that if they want to sign Grenard, great. Go out and get somebody else to put because we don't want Will Anderson to be over there by himself. Go get you a dominant D tackle like DJ Reed or, or Wilkins or somebody and put him in the middle and let them boys eat. You can bring Grenard back, maybe, because you're going to be able to get the kind of deal. He ain't going to get that big of a deal that everybody thinks, but you bring him back because he gave you the production. Fellas, I'm all about it, but you can't talk about Nico because when you talk about Nico, you got to talk about Pep Hamilton and that sorry-ass Tim Kelly who was coaching him in our hall. All right, there it is. Spoken like a true fan right there. <laughs> hey, who had the better year? Who, who, had the mo- who had the more convincing year this year? <laughs> Damn, Pep. Jonathan Grenard, Nico. I mean, Jonathan Grenard or, or Derek Stingley Jr.? Jonathan. Gotcha. Just wondering. I go, like, like you, you have to know, like, John Larry, Green, or like when you say it, like, like you have to know, like, like when you say, like, Jonathan's not going to get the deal that, <laughs> that, that he, like, you're hoping, you, you, in your mind, hoping that he grabs a discount. That dude just got twelve and a half sacks, man. <laughs> He's under twenty four. <laughs> he just went off. How many games did he play? In? He played. He only missed. He missed two. It's just like you hope. Hope so. All right. Uh, great job today, folks, and uh, all the people love the passion. Go ahead, man. I, that's what I want to hear, baby. Mm. You, know, you hear it, baby. I love you the passion. You got a play? Huh? You got a Derek Stingley play this year that stands out to you? I mean, that one that pick he got against yeah. the Broncos. That's that one, one of the best picks came, I've ever seen. Came, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That, that was, was a big time. That, that was legit. That was a big yeah. time. You got another one? I'm sure. I just you give me a good time. Curious. Jackson's I, no, all I'm, access I'm coming curious. up behind us. No, don't play that on me. I just I gotta get out. All right. He I got a Zay Flowers comeback that was nice, and I got a I got a, oh, a Isaiah on, Likely bro. Moss. Oh, that was he just nice. got tall, man. I'm just telling you. Come on, man. I'm, I just, I'm just telling you. He we tackled. Call it. He tackled Zay. Zay had him in the. In the I got. We gotta go. Fair. Go I, look, I'm just putting it out there. Great job, Clint. Great job, Tyler. I'm Ron Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Tyler, what time did you get in the house? I rolled in at 4 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) It's Wednesday night. It was a good one. It's Wednesday night. It was a bit late. It was a good one. Good to be young from the text line. (laughs) Good to be young. I mean, say it louder. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.